It's time for the big show with Andy Gallo and Country Jim. Hello, everybody. I'm Andy Gallo. And I'm Country Jim. And we've got our guest today. We've got Rick and Luann Stansel, and uh, glad to have you all on the podcast with us. My first question is, okay, you were, Luann was a little bit rock and roll. Yes, sir. And you were a whole lot country when I knew yeah. you back in the day. <laughs> so um, how did y'all, how did y'all get together? How did this I'm going to let Luann tell her side of the story. Sure. And, and Go right I ahead. have a side yeah. because, yeah. but they... They're pretty much the same, though. Go well, ahead. <clears throat> for me, I had been laid off my job, and so I was looking for work. I was kind of doing some odd jobs. Um, it, it's a whole other story, but I was doing what I could to make it by um, until I could get something else. I have a friend that I had gone to church with for years, mm-hmm. and she was going to nursing school with Rick in Houston, and she said, I met somebody you, you should meet, and I said, no, absolutely not. She said, but you're so much alike. You have, he's in music, you're in music, he likes this, you like that. And I said, no. And she kept on, kept on, and did the same with him. Um, and finally, just to get her to please back off, we agreed we'd have a conversation. And so he called me one afternoon on the way to someplace so that he would say, well, I'm here. And he had a way to get off the phone. Right. Anyway, <laughs> after we had the first conversation... We had another one that uh, next night and another one the next evening. And every night after that, he called me like clockwork. And so I never even saw his face until three months into the relationship. Wow. I just got to know all I could get to know about him. (laughs) And then finally, I went to Houston and we actually met for the first time. And that was in uh, May. And by August, we were married. So we we really did click. Yeah. Did you start singing together even before you got married? No. no, I don't mean no, like I don't mean professionally. I mean just driving in the car, or did you? Uh, he well, gave no, me a lot of CDs. I think, and I, I heard a lot of your. But music I think that you so. you actually came in did before we got married, didn't you? In the studio, did, or is I, that right after we got married? You know, dementia is a uh, terrible thing, and <laughs> so I forget a few little things. But I, it was either right before or right after we got married. Uh, you know, I had that recording studio, a small one, and you came in and you sang that one song that, that we uh, sent off and had the instruments done up there in, in um, Arkansas. And so right that was a very... Um, I can't even remember the song. The song but oh, I can't stay away from I, I, I you. I can't stay away from you. <laughs> and, um, and so, I, you know, it's, it's real interesting in what she was telling you. So, you know, when I was sitting in class and she was... Um, it, there's four to a table on both sides in microbiology she's sitting like where she's at and right, right. i told her that whole semester no no i'm not interested i'm not interested <laughs> she kept showing me pictures and all this stuff and so finally i said well i'll tell you what if it'll if it'll keep you quiet i'll go ahead and, and go out and i'll give her a call and maybe we can go out on a date and then i don't ever want to hear about it again and that was uh, 17 years ago. So here we are. I love her more today than I did right then. So. When's, the, uh, when's the first time you, you, you sang together? Pacing. Yeah, actually we went for a while, like when I was going to school and, and I was doing a, uh, uh, it, it was just two of us, a du- du- a duo with me and a guy named Greg Surrey. Mm-hmm. So I was helping pay for school college and stuff and of course she was working full time so we hadn't done any singing together at that time um and that was right after we got married because i finished school shortly after we got married and, and i was on my way with that but 
Um, I'm, I'm trying to piece this time together. So we went all the way through 2009. We went to Payson, Arizona. And at that time is when we started playing together. You know, they there wasn't where we were at. We were an hour and 45 minutes away from um, Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And so there wasn't a whole lot of places to play, but we, we kind of found a niche. Uh, right. A guy that was out there, uh, a lead guitar player, said, hey, man, this a buddy of mine did this. He played drums and played bass, and he put it on his iPod, run it through the PA system so he can do single acts. Because mm-hmm. places out there didn't want to pay any money, hardly. Right. Yeah. And so I said, okay, I'll start doing that. I got a studio, and we started coming up with songs together, and now we have tons of them. So we can do that, or we can play with the whole band, or just do a, a little duet with just the guitar so yeah i know you're jumping you know, at the bits but let me ask one question here was there ever a time that before you sang together you you thought well wait a minute are we gonna it, it, are we gonna harmonize is it gonna work well she did she did some harmonizing for me on some of my stuff okay. back in 2005 okay. because like a walk to remember and stuff like that so i knew okay. you know i knew she could harmonize okay she's okay. extremely good at harmonizing okay and I really, uh, that, that's one of the things I want to talk about is uh, vocal <laughs> harmonies, duets, trios. Uh, I had a bluegrass band, I had a country band, and bluegrass we had trios mm-hmm. nearly all the time. Country music has been a big uh, duet music style. But um, I don't want to talk about that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Since, uh, <laughs> but we love bluegrass. I mean, we love bluegrass. Yeah, I play every Sunday at Red Brick Tavern with a gospel bluegrass band. Awesome. Uh, since nearly everybody started out as a child, uh, <laughs> <laughs> most, of, most of us did. Yeah. Tell tell me about. Uh, let's go back to you guys meeting. Let's go go way back to you. Uh, and music in your in your world was it your mama singing in church was it well yes, tell me about that it, I had a musical family my dad and mom used to go down the road and harmonize all the time since I was a little tiny baby and then we went to church three times a week and sing 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 so I wow. learned my alto and my harmony that way yes <clears throat> and it just comes natural it's something I hear I don't right uh, so I guess it wasn't Church of Christ though was it it was it was <laughs> Church of Christ. There you I'll go. You, preacher, actually. Preacher. I've been preaching the Church of Christ for years. Uh, and <laughs> it was. It was. That's I where we that go was, now. We well, I thought it was kind of funny, though. They, because, you know, I had a Methodist lady so, tell me once, I, I could tell you were from Church of Christ because you can sing harmonies. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Yes, There's no piano organ drowning you out. Right. Yeah. It's just pure vocals. Exactly. That is cool. Um, Okay, well, so let's do talk about harmony some um, in your your gigs, your performances. Did you ever have somebody sing the third part, or has it always been just? Um, we have. I mean, we have recently. Um, when we were in Arizona, it was pretty much. Uh, she she got a little slighted because my harmonies are a little different in the studio. She has to help me out. Then when I sing it, it sounds good. But live, I got to be real careful. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I can do some harmonies on some things, but Luann, she just can sing harmonies to whatever. It's just sing, I'll sing, I'll do harmonies with you. And I know I gave you that USB stick. It has some bluegrass on there. Yep. 
and on the bluegrass uh, there's one original song but she did the harmonies on that mm-hmm. and um if you haven't heard that he can show it to you but it's it's pretty yeah. neat yeah. you know she just did phenomenal yeah. on that yeah. uh, meet me in montana she you know you heard that just yeah, oh, phenomenal yeah. harmonies that's good well, stuff yeah. when i was in the rock band um we had two guitars keyboard bass drums and i mean it was a big production but every person in the in the band sang and so that was where we were tagged as nobody in the area could match us vocally because we all sang lead and we all harmonized. And so that was where our strong point was. So I'm really itching to find some musicians that will. Right. Have now, was some that the Houston area? It was yeah. in uh, West Virginia. West Virginia. Well, West Charleston Virginia. and Huntington oh, okay. and okay. Ohio Valley and, oh, okay. and around right. there, yeah, they, back cool. east. Cool. They played the East Coast. They were a right. regional <clears throat> band. And, I was in uh, Dallas when I met him, though. Okay. I mean, I was doing okay. a little bit of more studio work up there yeah. than any. Band. So you were born in West Virginia? I was born in Florida. In Florida. But my family, uh, extended family, was from there, and my parents yeah. wanted to move back and be near their home. Yeah, I used to go uh, up the Ohio River, the Panhandle, West Virginia, mm-hmm. Wheeling and New Martinsville, yes, and all that. Uh, mm. Every other year. Beautiful country. Yeah. Let's, let's talk a little bit about musical performances. Uh, I've always been in a, a kind of a quandary about pluses and minuses, about playing dance halls, for instance, versus playing restaurants and churches and uh, listening concerts. I'm glad you asked that. Go ahead, Luann. Tell it, because we, we made a pact that we were not going to play uh, but but I'll let her tell you about that. Well, so. it's a whole different story, you know, is playing out mm-hmm. when you're playing on a street corner or a festival or something mm-hmm. and it's families and they're out there enjoying good music and as right. if you're in a bar where everybody is just, you know, it's just background and it's a lot of noise. We mm-hmm. just, yeah. I can't take, back when they were allowed to smoke in the bars, I couldn't mm-hmm. take that anymore. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't do it. And I'm also, you know, with some health problems I've been through recently, I don't stay up that late. I just can't do mm-hmm. 10 to 2 like I used to. Yeah. It's just not in me. Yeah. And now we've been fortunate to find, you know, afternoon gigs, day gigs, outside, mm-hmm. nice outside gigs, and we just mm-hmm. stick to that. I think there's a, di- a distinction also, maybe a distinction that doesn't make a difference, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a distinction between the uh, dance halls, like you mentioned, the, the wasn't it the Bob Wills dance hall that you... The, the yeah the uh, uh, league line ballroom that Legline. was that, is, is that, that was, the same? Yeah, it, it is. is, the it is. They, yeah. they changed the name of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was a smoky old bar, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, but they I, had a big they had a big dance floor. Yeah, they did. I I, I do think that there's a difference between a dance club and a bar. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no doubt. Yeah. And there's also a huge difference between all that and playing in a restaurant or playing at a festival. I even played uh, some cowboy churches. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. W- yeah. and and one time yeah. they said, "You don't have to do you don't have to do any gospel, Sorry. just oh. play country." And they moved. Uh, they didn't have pews. They had individual chairs, and they moved the chairs in the sanctuary all to the side, mm-hmm. and and they actually danced. It was like a Saturday night mm-hmm. dance. Oh there. wow! That's, yeah. that's awesome. Just building. That's a cowboy. <laughs> that's a cowboy church. Yeah, there you know, go. we went there one time. It's not so. the Church of Christ. So, uh, do y'all want to do something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you know, we so we're 
We're working on a song right now. I'm wanting Blue Ann to record this song, and she's kind of iffy about it. Okay. Uh, but I want to. I want to do it. I think it would sound really good with, you know, to be made country. And this song here, she's uh, she's iffy about it. What's the well, name of it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was good. That was, that was that some was, quick thinking there. Oh, like country that. caught that one, didn't it? Well, yeah. I would just say the only reason that I balk at putting it on my album is because it is so mainstream. It's mm -hmm. not a B side, and I'm trying to stick yeah. with songs yes. that are really. A, mostly unheard yeah. mm -hmm. me, so, too. me too I but, but we'll be talking about that because I think it would sound really good with a fiddle and a steel <laughs> yeah so I mean this is this is a song from like 1972 I believe I yeah and it was bread and a lot of people say bread I don't know who that is well I, I guess you have to have been born before that If a picture paints a thousand words, then why can't I paint you? The words would never show you I've come to know. And A short version of it, well, but no, that's good anyway. Oh, that right. is yeah, real good. Awesome, man, you got a beautiful voice. Thank you. Uh, that was really good, though. Oh, so, do you good. let him sing harmony? You sing harmony with him, but do you let him but sing I'm harmony? There on my own. Yeah, there, there's a few songs that I'm able to do yeah. some harmony yeah, with. Yeah, he her. does harmony on his and but by the most part, she's definitely the harmonizer. And you know, maybe, maybe I'm getting to where I'm doing a little bit better on it, but um. <laughs> When we uh, when we have some of the other members, um, Robbie Nallen is he plays some lead guitar with us and bass, and um, he does a pretty decent job on harmonies. He's a good mm -hmm. singer, yeah. so he's uh, a dear friend of me also. Is mm -hmm. he? Yeah, yeah he's, as you know, he's a, he's a great singer and does some good harmonies. Yes. He's a good musician. And yes, everything. he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, let let's talk about that a little bit. Um, I had to make a choice. Uh, a number of times in in my bluegrass band uh, I typically had what I will call dedicated musicians they they were dedicated to my band if somebody else wanted to come play if they were booked with me they said no I, I play in in Sloan's band uh, if I was booked or if I was if I got booked after they accepted some other job they canceled but they were dedicated to right. me you were their you were the their main player that's right and, and but so i but i uh the other alternative was uh, a band by committee mm -hmm. and i had for my country band particularly the country all-stars i had mims and jody cameron and i had three or four steel players i had three or four bass players yeah. they were playing with other people uh, but 
so if I had a gig, I'd start contacting them and put the put the band together that way. What about you guys? So you tell them about your band in the past, and then I'll tell them about mine, and then we'll kind of tell you about now, because things are a little different now. Yeah. They really are, but tell them about your band in the past that you guys toured Well, in our band, we were booked way out, and so we were always just dedicated to each other. We practiced a lot and got our act down to where we were just one after another, because we had the light show and the sound man. We had the whole thing and a big, big following. And so it was always a big fun thing when we went to play. And so we didn't, we did not go out and do anything else. We were just basically, we were playing five and six nights a week. Wow. So. Played at the Coliseum. Played, tell them who some of these people you played. So the only reason there would be a change, somebody quit and you had to replace them. But ordinarily it was the same. Yes. Well, I had a bass player one time that I had to promote her to be the head of her own band. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very well put. <laughs> but you had the same band members for a long we time. We did. I they, mean, they were pretty phenomenal. We have some uh, the old cassette tapes that I've I've gone in and I've taken off everything and remastered them and put them on some CDs so she could have them. And I. I'll tell you, you know, a good example is a bass player. He's in, been in L.A. for quite a few years now, and it's uh, he was the. He's he's currently playing in a uh, Steely Dan. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Tribute band. Okay. A tribute but, band, but it's big, yeah. big in L.A. and yeah. He can play that bass like you've never heard oh, it. Oh man! Wow. And our guitar player was left-handed, and he played his guitar upside down like Jimi Hendrix. So he played it backward, and wow. he was the most phenomenal was guitar phenomenal. player I've ever wow. played with. He was yeah. absolutely So they, they were fortunate, and they kept the same people for a long time. And uh, and like, we had the same band members, too, for years in the 90s. Um, Would I, I know any of those? Randy Sarver. Do you remember him? He I'm passed name, away. Yeah. He passed away at 48, but he was with me. He used to be with the Kevin Egan band, yeah. him and Mark Warner, a bass player. And they both have passed. They passed 30 days apart. But they were with me for about seven years. And then on the drums, Randy Reeves played with us. He's passed away too. And Eddie Steves played with me. On Steel, he's passed away as well. Uh, so does that mean you're really old? I'm getting scared. Well, that means that Luann <laughs> thought twice about playing with me. But, uh, but the thing is, is that back in that time, uh, uh, that's when Robbie Nowens came in and played. Uh, Robin Mims came in and started playing, um, and so um, uh, we had Michael Jackson, you know the Jackson brothers. If you remember them, they uh, not the Jackson Five. No, no, the Jackson, no, Jackson brothers. Yeah, they uh, the red-haired boys. Different you know. deal. So anyway, Michael came and he played drums with me for quite a while. Bruce Carter did too, but we had a pretty mainstay, you know, for quite a few years. Where were you playing? We did a lot of festivals and fairs. We did stuff in the hill country to New Mexico. We did things in Louisiana. Uh, did a few things up in Dallas. Uh, a few things, a lot more. We, we played up in <coughs> Dallas. Um, and pretty much, you know, around Texas and in the surrounding states, we did some things up in, uh, I believe it was Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, I think it was the name of the place. The Indian Reservation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know what, we, we got a chance to be a regional act, and, and we did a few things in Nashville. 
most of that was the band stayed there and, and I went mm-hmm. and played as a management company that we had out of Dallas. Uh, got me some things there. Mm-hmm. So I used some of the bands up there. But Did you uh, ever play Blancos in Houston? Yeah, sure yeah. did. I don't. Is it even around anymore? I don't think it is. Toward but the, that was down off of like 11th or somewhere. I mean, it no, was... No, Blancos was on West Alabama. West Alabama. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was all wooden yeah. place you can get something to eat there. So, right. Yeah. And we played that um, a number of times. Yeah. Played there and... Uh, uh, Ten Hall, we played. Ten Hall, Ten yeah. Hall. We. Um, it's too bad they had to tear that one down. Yeah, I know. I know. That's got a lot. That has a lot of memories there. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so tell me about now. Okay, so now it's it's a little bit different. We've we've been playing at Pacific Yard House. Um, man, that's a pretty awesome place to play. They have great food, and you know what? It's a it's a restaurant with with a little bar in it, but it's. Um, or should I say they serve alcohol? That's I'd rather say that because I don't mm. look at that as a bar. It's more of a right. restaurant. Yeah. Uh, I play at Red Brick Tavern right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the same way there. Their specialty is food, but they do. That's like on the next street over, isn't it? It's, Red Brick Tavern? Right it, there. It's, the in the, it's in the side of the Crichton Theater. It's the right. next next street over there, across the street from the corner pub. Yeah. yeah, I think I pointed that out to you and said... <clears throat> Um, so we've played there. Uh, we have. There's a new place that we're going to be playing at, and it's called the Watering Hole. It's an RV park, actually, very nice RV park. Um, and so they have a an outdoor, like, and I'm guessing it's like a little amphitheater type okay. thing. So yeah. we're going to be playing that. And there's a lot of a lot of big bands around that have been playing that. Cool. So that's going to be coming up the July the 30th, I believe. Um, well, let me ask you about your set list, because um, yeah. there was a place I was playing at, a really nice place, my favorite place to play. I was playing there like six times a year. The owners, the owner loved us, said we were the best band that they had in there. And then his son came back from Nashville, and the venue changed as far as the music that they were playing. And uh, he told me uh, when I played my last night there, he said, uh, I, "I love your uh, I love your music, but from the direct for the direction I'm going now, he said, too much Ray Price and Bob Wills." Uh, wow. So, but but I, I mean I really get that he uh, with this new focus, he's been really uh, successful with appealing to the to the young young people and I, I, I don't I don't want to get too much of me in there I want I want you to tell me about your uh, the way you what who all you're trying to appeal to and what kind of material you're doing in at Pacific Yard House or wherever so with Lou Ann and I you know that it, it's just the reversal of uh, <clears throat> Donnie Marie Osmond because she's rock and roll and I'm country but you know the the rock and roll that we do for her is still some of the good rock and roll from the seventies and early eighties. Could be called country today. Yeah, you're you're exactly right. And yes, the, it, could yeah. it could and be. And the thing is, is that yeah. when I have a steel player, when yeah. when Robin plays with us, like he played with us at Pacific Yard House mm-hmm. this last go around, and that was about two and a half weeks, three weeks ago. 
and he did fantastic by the way he did oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's playing in church now his life's in a good place right. it's yeah. in a good place and, and yeah. Robbie Nallens played with us and he did phenomenal yeah. the whole thing worked out really well but but you're doing this, are you doing her music we're well, doing her music we just um, go ahead you well, talk. I'm just laughing because what to your point of the country or rock and roll yeah. when yeah. I when I announced we're gonna do landslide I can say if you'd like the Dixie Chicks this is for you and if you like Fleetwood yeah. Mac this yeah. is for you yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we oh, yeah. play in the middle of the road I do some country like uh, Crystal Gale and then I'll fly into some Bonnie Raitt mm -hmm. um, and he which she, she got a country airplay back in the <clears throat> yeah yeah. back in the day yeah you know and, so uh, you know we used to do a ton of linda ronstadt and now oh, yeah. she gets a lot of country play oh, yeah. so yeah we played um, a lot of linda ronstadt in the I late know, 70s makes yes. brown eyes blue and she oh, does yeah. a fantastic absolutely job that. absolutely so, so if you're going to kind of cross over with the crowd uh what about uh 80s and 90s george Strait, yeah. brooks and dunn so we do um even though i i, I mean I love 70s and I love 80s. 90s were, is my favorite time with, with Tracy Lawrence and even the George Strait, even though, you know, he went for a couple of decades there, mm -hmm. you know, before yeah. that. But um, Before he was kicked out of country. Before, yeah, <laughs> his country was too cool, right? That's but, right. Um, <laughs> but... A lot of stuff from the from the 90s, a whole bunch of stuff. I, I do Gene Watson, um, Memories to Burn, for example. Um, but uh, How a Cowgirl Says Goodbye, Tim McGraw, Just to See You Smile. And you don't see a whole bunch of bands doing that, but we get a very, very good reception of that because there's a lot of people out there that do not like the new country that's out. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, um, because yeah. the new country, just like you said, Andy, it sounds more of a rock and roll type yeah. music. It's called Baroque. And, right. and even Baroque. the singers... It is Baroque. Yeah, the, even <laughs> the singers, you know, when they're singing this new country, don't even, some of them don't even sound like country. No. Right. So no. our song list reflects a little 70s, a little 80s, and a whole bunch of 90s. I would say, and and adding the rock and roll, that that's a big plus to the appeal. That that's what that's what uh, kind of did me in as far as trying to do very much with a with a country band. But uh, I'm so old, I'm 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 cool with that. Uh, but you know the bluegrass. Uh, sometime after church on Sunday, you ought to stop by and hear us at uh, Red Brick. The food's mm -hmm. really good. Yeah. And uh, we, I want to hear because, and she, uh, we'll get you up. go figure. I mean, she <laughs> she did spend a lot of time in West Virginia when they lived there, yeah. and you know, for years I didn't even realize that she liked some bluegrass, and she does, you know. And I, it seemed like it's been like over the last few years when I finally realized that you do like some bluegrass. Mm -hmm. I love blue, Allison Krauss. Blue, yeah. Yeah. I can't even Station. speak today, but bluegrass. Rhonda Vincent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, what about what about with your background? What about playing in church did you have a church background yes very much so i was raised in the church and it was pretty much uh bible church non-denominational yeah. we did go to a baptist church quite a bit and then when luann and i got married i started going to church of christ and so i um have i played in church before i've gotten up and sang at church um in the years past but 
Uh, as far as now, we, we're not playing in any church or anything like that. We, we pretty much are you know, <coughs> trying to play the things like the restaurants and the, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, like what we talked about earlier. Yeah. So. I got a question for you. I know you, we, we talked about this when, I, when you were on the podcast once before. Uh, you had a commercial uh, <laughs> uh, career as well. You did some commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Well, when I moved to Dallas, um, I became the drummer that we weren't playing with any longer. Uh, he lived there, and he introduced me to a lot of musicians that he had been working with in Dallas because I came much later. Um, and so we'd go hear them in the bands, and they were all, a lot of the studio musicians in Dallas. And I'd get up and sing some Bonnie Raitt or you know, do a song or two with them just every now and then. And um, they called me. I went back to West Virginia because of the band there wanted to know if I was willing to move back there and play a house gig there. And um, so I went for two weeks to try it out and um, decided that wasn't the move I wanted to make. But my sister had called me, and she said, as soon as you get home, the next day we have to go over this place um, to the Dallas Sound Lab where all these people had recorded all these famous, you know, Eric Clapton and Stevie Nicks and all of these people. Anyway, this company, Asher and Gould, uh, called nasty stu- studio musicians if they knew anyone who could sound sort of like Bonnie Raitt. And they go, oh, yeah, we know the person. So they got me in touch with that. And I went in there and sang a Paps Blue Ribbon commercial that they um, recorded it. They... Um, I did that in about half an hour, got that done, and then they said, well, while you're here, um, why don't you give this song a try? And so I quickly learned the Falstaff beer commercial. <laughs> so, but, they, but they did a, the video on the, the, the one. At South but, Fork Ranch, I went out and watched them do that. It's not me in the video. It's another actress just lip-syncing to me. Oh, okay. But uh, anyway, okay. it was very interesting. But that is good. That was yeah. the fastest money I made, so yeah. I was pretty happy about cool. that. Cool. getting on yeah and it's interesting because that was in 86 mm-hmm. 86 and i had heard that song i mean i had i'd seen that commercial yeah and little did i know that that the voice was going to be singing with me years <laughs> later you know that's cool and uh I, cool. I just it just blew me away yeah, yeah. it wasn't uh what'll you have pap blue ribbon that's it. What'll you, what do you have down home flavor Wow. What do you have? Country flavor. We do appreciate y'all being here for sure and everything. Very nice. uh, Thank you for having us. Folks, we'll see y'all next time. Adios. All right. Thanks for listening to The Big Show with Andy Gallo and Country Jim. This has been a Unicap Media presentation.